I'm Alex Blubenstein. And I am Jay Rosenthal. Wait, who are you? It's Pete, Alex, Pete co-founder. Brett is on vacation this week. He's in Japan, if you must know, so I'm filling in. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, what are we doing here? That is a good question. This is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, October 10th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Sounds good. Jay, I know your American Thanksgiving isn't for like another month, but did you take advantage of our Canadian holiday to eat some turkey? I did not eat turkey. Took advantage of a day off and a nice weekend. Spent it with family. A couple different meals with family and friends, so that's how we spent it. What about you? Yeah, I did. I had uh, Friday Thanksgiving with my family, and then I did a Friendsgiving on Saturday. And Jay, you're a lot older than me, so you probably already know this, but I'm now discovering that potlucks in your 30s are really fantastic because everyone just wants to outcook each other. So every person is cooking one gourmet dish and it works out really well. I'm so old, I don't even remember those potlucks in my 30s. That's <laughs> how old I am. Alex, aside from that, can we start the show? Yeah, okay. So for our first story, they aren't magic beans, they're weatherproof beans. For our second story, the feds are pushing municipalities to go long on rentals. And our last story, new weight loss drugs could lead to consumption woes. For our first story, poor weather conditions are threatening to make your morning coffee even more expensive. But don't worry, Starbucks has developed new varieties of Arabica coffee trees tailored to withstand the effects of climate change, the result of a decade-long effort to weatherproof their supply. The company buys its Arabica coffee from 400,000 farmers from 30 different countries, many of which are vulnerable to droughts, storms, and other extreme weather. Can you zoom out for the Peak Pals, Alex? You bet. It's not just the coffee industry looking to protect its crop from the impacts of climate change. Farmers around the world are turning to solutions that involve everything from drones to humidity sensors to help keep their crops safe in the face of extreme weather. By 2050, rising temperatures are expected to reduce the area where coffee can be grown by up to 50%, driving up prices. Poor weather conditions and growing hubs like Brazil are already starting to impact prices, which are passed on to consumers like you and me, Jay. At least three times a day. At least three times a day. Story number two. Jay, finish this sentence for me. Live, love, laugh. That's right. And I'm glad you knew that. But in the event you didn't, and in case you were in the market for a long-term rental... I am not in the market for a long-term rental. Well, if you were, a new crop of rental units complete with live, love, laugh signs, hotel lobby artwork, and a baffling array of cutlery could soon be making their way to a city near you. Why? The federal government is considering measures to encourage cities to limit the supply of short-term rentals like Airbnbs as part of its effort to increase the availability of long-term rentals across the country. The plan would have municipalities change their cities by laws to reduce the number of short-term rentals operating the city. The federal government is also reportedly considering levying higher taxes on income generated from the short-term rentals. Now, Canada can't be the first area to consider this, can they, Jay? I would think not, and indeed they are not. Cities around the world have tightened regulations on short-term rentals in recent years to discourage landlords from taking long-term rental units off the market. New York recently passed a law that essentially banned all short-term rentals in the city, with very, very few exceptions. Santa Monica in California got rid of 80% of its Airbnb listings by implementing rules that require anyone offering rentals for less than 30 days to live on the property during the renter's stay. And apparently not everyone wants to share their beach vacation house with a stranger. And European cities like Paris, Barcelona, and Amsterdam, see what I did there? I pronounced it. I, I did, and I hated yep. it. 
Great. Paris, Barcelona, and Amsterdam created stricter regulations, including banning the purchase of housing specifically to use as short-term rental and charging higher tourist taxes for short-term renters. Now, that all reduced the number of short-term rentals in cities and towns, but it could free up some much-needed units for locals. Last year, demand for rental units increased at its sharpest rate since 2013, bringing the vacancy rate across the country to a near-historic low. The average asking price for a rental in Canada reached a record high of $2,117 in August, up from $103 since May. Here's the thing. The federal government doesn't have the jurisdiction to make something like this happen on its own, but is increasingly using tools like its $4 billion housing accelerator fund for cities to change their housing policies. And for our third and final story today, diabetes turned weight loss medications like Ozempic, Wegovy, and Manjara, collectively known as GLP-1 drugs, may be shrinking more than just celebs' waistlines. Wait, you lost me. Get it? No, just kidding. Break it down for the peak pals. I, I do get it. That was worse <laughs> than our normal joke. A growing number of companies are worried that mass adoption of the drugs, which work by suppressing people's desire to eat and drink, will be bad for their bottom line and could lead to a general drop in consumption. Now, snack food companies like Kellanova, formerly Kellogg's, says it's preparing for the possibility of a downturn in the snack market as a result of these drugs because they feel well less peckish, the people that take them. The head of Walmart's U.S. operations said the company has seen a slight pullback in food buying among people on these drugs. And at Barclays report warned that GLP-1s, these drugs, pose a serious risk to the business model of companies ranging from PepsiCo to McDonald's to cigarette maker Altria Group. Alex, what's the big deal? Well, 5 million prescriptions for GLP-1s were written in the U.S. last year. And Morgan Stanley expects 7% of Americans to be on the drugs by 2035. That's a lot of people. And if the drugs do significantly change our consumption habits, some of the world's largest companies could see demand of the, for their products, be they Belmonts or Butterfingers, dry up. In Canada, spending on Ozempic alone surged by more than 15,000%, 1,500%, sorry. We'll get there, between, don't worry. We'll get there, we'll get there. Between 2019 and 2021, there is early anecdotal evidence that GLP-1s might cause people to cut back on more than just snacking. Some users have reported a decline in a range of addictive behaviors from biting nails to shopping to scrolling social media. Researchers have speculated that the drugs might rewire the brain's reward mechanisms in a way that makes addictive behavior less pleasurable. Jay, what's the bottom line? Well, here's the bottom Sorry. line. If GLP-1s do make, that's okay. If GLP-1s do make consumption generally less appealing, it's not just snack businesses that will need to worry about slumping sales. So I guess we have the drug companies fighting big food, right? Hard to take aside. Quite a fight we're in for. Food and drugs, my two favorite things. No, just kidding. And cigarettes, I guess. Well, not bad. Peak Bowls, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And I'm just going to say it. I'd be thrilled to read a flood of reviews praising my guest hosting abilities. Yes, I am that vain and I will be checking. And we'll send them directly to Japan for Brett to read. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Jay. Do this again tomorrow? Sure. Let's do it again tomorrow. Okay. Okay.